Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Neil Livingston, owner of CFO Advisory, and he helps business owners who are struggling to surround themselves with good people and build a five-star team of employees in just 90 days. Neil, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. Uh, yeah, great to be here. So can you just expand a bit more on that and let everyone at home know, you know who you like working with and where your business is today? Yeah, so I normally work with um, business owners uh, that have been in business for a few years and they've they enjoyed quite a bit of success or some success and they've got uh, a whole bunch of customers. They're, they're growing quite well. Um, so they've, they've solved that uh, initial startup um, bunch of problems. Uh, and that creates in of itself a whole bunch of new problems. You mean and that little bit of success problem- isn't enough to move forward? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but normally the, the, the main problem, the main new problem, if you like, is they, their team is, uh, and the quality and, 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 and their ability to bring people uh, into the business around them is not keeping up with the growth. And in mm. fact, sometimes it's inhibiting the growth. So that's where I normally start. I put uh, my, my clients through a 90-day program uh, where um, we do a deep dive uh, and we surround, we make sure that at the end of the 90 days, they have the right people around them is going to let them uh, push into that second phase and mm. be successful. So with this this second phase, do you find that it's traditionally there is a set framework, there is a set team that you find that people are missing out on or they need, or is this completely bespoke to their industry and their type of business? Yeah, really good question. I'm going to sit on the fence on that one a little bit too. It's a bit of it's a bit of both. Um, so uh, everyone's at a different stage, I guess, in that that second stage of their journey. So. Mm. Um, sometimes they will have no one around them. Sometimes they'll have a lot of people around them that are the wrong people. And sometimes they'll have a mix of those things. Um, but I would say the common thread that I find in almost every situation is they don't have a good second in charge that complements mm. them. You know, you can go through history and look at all of the really well-known successful people and um in 90% or more of those cases, they have a what I call a 2IC, a second in charge that's usually not as well known, but 
um, they have helped to really propel that person and that business to the, the success that they've achieved. So okay, that's so typically where I start. I was going to ask what what makes a good number two? What are the qualities, and what do they actually bring um, to the business? Great question. Um, you're on form. Um, so typically, the the person that's got started the business and got it to that second stage is expert in their field. You know, so if it's a product or a service, mm-hmm. um, they are, they they are amazing at that, and they're also good uh, with customers um, as a rule, not always. Uh, and what they're not all, not great with because they've they've never focused on it is the softer skills, the people skills, um, managing a team, leadership. Uh, so what you're looking for in a 2IC is someone that's going to compliment you. They're going to, mm-hmm. So they are good leaders and they're also good leaders. They're great communicators and they're social and they're, they're, they've got great people skills. They love working with people uh, and, and people like working with them. Uh, and, and if they have those attributes they are the people that are going to help you build that team. Nice. So that particular kind of person really helps you focus on you as, as the business owner, you as the number one, it helps you to stay in your zone of genius, stay with your, the knowledge that you have, understanding that this is your, one of the best helpers you could ever have with your business. That's right. And Sometimes these people are there from the start as well. There's lots of, you know, if you go back and look at all the really uh, famous entrepreneurs, sometimes that this person can be a co-founder, but you just haven't got the mix right uh, mm. and, and, and being clear in, you know, how you can um, use each other to drive. Other times that person's not in the business and they, they come in at that second stage. And usually when that person comes in is the point where you really take off into that second second phase of your business. Gotcha. Nice. So how did you get into this line of work to start with? When and how did you build your business? Yes, that's a really good question as well. Um, so my parents are Scottish. Uh, they immigrated to Australia. I'm, I'm an Aussie. And they, they were small business owners. And um, I grew up going to school working um in their businesses. Um, they had a bunch of businesses. The main two were post offices um, and toy shops, uh, which were a really good place to grow up and work in as a kid. So I loved working in those businesses and I got my passion for um, being an entrepreneur and being in business from that. Mm-hmm. I spent my 20s working for PricewaterhouseCoopers, which was a very different experience. Um, but I loved that as well because very collegiate, very team focused um, and I worked uh, in Europe and Australia. Then I got into my 30s. I left PwC and went into um, large corporates uh, and I got a bit of a shock because I realised that they weren't people focused and they they struggled to um, uh, understand the philosophy of uh, A, how to build a great team and why it's so important. Mm. Um, and then I went back to my, uh, I guess, came full circle and, and, and realised that um, I had a real passion for um, helping business owners, at, you know, at the earlier stage of uh, the cycle. So in the small and medium size space and went out 
and started my current business, CFO Advisory. And I, I was delivering virtual CFO services. And this was the number one problem that I came across, um, that the business, when I, when I started working with a business owner, um, they hadn't surrounded themselves with good people and they didn't have that mindset. And it made made it hard for me to deliver the services that I wanted to deliver and get the results for them. Um, so I I now, when when I start working with someone that, that doesn't have a good team, mm-hmm. I put them through a 90-day program um, that gets them focused on it and gets a good team around them. And like I said before, Mark, it, some, quite often it's just getting that, that one, two IC to start with that gets the ball rolling. Nice. So that's the catalyst. So it's all about the team. Yeah. So looking at where you are right now with your business, what area are you actively focusing on to, as you continue to build and grow from everything you just said? So I now have um, businesses, you know, all around the world that that I that I work with. Um, so a big part of my business is a vir- you know what we're doing now really you know, virtual sort of um, coaching um, and um, a lot of it is actually focusing on this just this one problem is is getting people um, who have got to that second stage of success focused on what's really going to drive the long-term success and that is um, understanding that they need to be a good leader and they have to have a good team around them. And and I, I deliver that for them or, or help them do that quickly. So with the with this, this level of growth that your clients are looking for, do they come to you knowing that they want this? Do they come to you knowing that, yeah, this is, this is what I need? Or is it by talking with you, by exploring, they realize, oh, yeah, I thought I needed more marketing and more sales and more this and more that when really it's this level of team or this number two? In the marketing that I, I do and the messages that I put out, um, it does resonate with people that realise that this is this is a, a big problem for them. Now, sometimes they haven't realised it's as important until they start to listen. I've got a masterclass that I put them through uh, and there's other material that I give them for free when I'm, when I'm first meeting them. It helps them understand exactly where they're at. And honestly, out of 10, how much of a problem this is, it's usually more of a problem than they've realised. Hmm. So they, they come to me knowing it's a problem, um, but, but generally I, I do need to help them uh, uh, and educate them uh, as part of solving that problem for them as well. And so how much of that comes down to their beliefs? How much of it comes back down to their barriers? Because surely when you see a number of your clients and you, know, you work in the same, you, you know your avatar, you know your audience. What are the, the, the common, the top level beliefs, challenges, problems that you find time and time again that's actually stopped them from taking this step um, before? Yeah, uh, you're talking about self-limiting beliefs um, and uh, everyone has them, unfortunately. And the the common ones uh, that stop them um, being good leaders or or building a team around them are 
you know, I'm not I'm not good enough uh, mm-hmm. to take my business to the next stage of you know success. I'm not a good leader. I'm I'm not good with people. Uh, my team don't like me or respect me. Um, you know, it's it's amazing how common that is, uh, and and I always find it surprising because I guess when you look at my background, I spent the first ten years of my career with PricewaterhouseCoopers, which is all about this. Uh, so I, I was very fortunate to get a lot of training uh, around this, but most business owners don't don't get that. Um, so they're the main self-limiting uh, beliefs, and it, it's funny. Uh, a lot of the people that I work with, it's actually not true, just not true. They are, their team actually really respects them or respects them in many, many ways. Uh, and they're just waiting for them to, to lead them in the, in, in the right, in the right direction. And they, they just hesitate uh, to do that because they don't have the confidence. That's a, that's a lovely way of looking at it. So your team around you is waiting for you to be the leader. Mm. that they know you yep. are but you can't do it you struggle to do it you have all these reasons and stories and promises and beliefs and all this stuff holding you back so is is most of your job getting over that that initial hurdle uh, before you actually get into the nuts and bolts of the applicable nature the, the very first part of it um there's a lot of exploring um, I'll give you an example. Maybe the best way to answer this, Mark, is with an example. Um, one of my clients uh, imports uh, furniture uh, into Australia. Um, quite a, quite a, probably my largest client actually. Um, and he uh, is what I would call an introvert. You know, he 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 believes, or he did uh, a lot more than he does now, that um, he's shy that he's not good with people, his team doesn't respect him. And I've been working with him for a number of years now and the team has tripled. And when I speak with the team, I work with them all the time. They love this guy. You know, they totally respect him. They'd follow him anywhere, but mm. he um, he doesn't think this. He, he thinks a lot more now than when I first met him. And sure, uh, sure. A, a lot of time people uh, need to see it. Okay, uh, and and, and um, so when I work with someone, I will bring the team together and act as sort of a collaborator and show them how to do it. And then I just get them more and more involved. So to the point where I'm not doing it anymore or I'm doing it much less, they're doing it. And when people see it and see the effect, the impact and, and the positive nature uh, that, that their team have, Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they 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 grow in confidence and and knowledge, uh, and and pick up and pick up the um, the reins. Nice. So I think for a lot of people, it's you, we need to see it before we can actually believe it, rather than yeah. the other way around. Rather than believing it, knowing that it's true, and then of course that affects the actions that we take that then reinforces that belief. So I love that you're able to create that atmosphere, that environment to almost forced them to be like look look at what you've created look at what's happening look at what's real um yeah a powerful way to see it and one of the things i say to them mark is you're not perfect and neither am i and neither is your team what you need to do is you need to show your team your 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 true self 
You need to be authentic. You need to go out there on a limb uh, and 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 say, I don't know, I don't have all the answers, you know. But here's here's where I want to go, and here's why. And um, the why is so important when you're a leader and you're getting a, a, trying to surround yourself with a good team. If if people don't be, understand the why and believe in it, the best you're ever going to get is compliance. You know what you want is commitment uh, from your team. Uh, and again, going back to what you're saying before, you, they need to see this. So I start the journey with them and show them uh, and get them started and train them and uh, encourage them and give them confidence. And mm. uh, I, I love seeing the effect that it has on the team and also the business owner. Nice, nice. What about you? So let's talk about you within your business. I mean, on this show, we talk about the journey the entrepreneur has been on, a um, little bit behind the scenes to every business because um, it's so interesting to see how you've been able to build your business. We've heard your background, the wealth of knowledge that you've had going full circle to come back mm. to, no, this is my passion. This is my why. You said the why is important. You've got yours. You understand exactly what it is. So where, yeah. where is your responsibility with your business right now? What work do you love to be doing? I think that I, I because I um, work with my parents who are very team and people focused, that was in my DNA from the start. And I just got lucky with working with PwC for 10 years because they had exactly the same, very different businesses and one's small and one's large, but that was the same. So what I love is being part of a winning team. You know, I, I like going through my journey in life and sharing, sh- sharing the success, you know, when, when you pull off a big deal or you you know something great that happens in your business, it kind of sucks if you're the only one that knows about it or you know you're at the bar having a drink with yourself, you know popping the champagne. You want people around you and look, you want to look them in the eye and go, yeah, we did this, you know. Um, so that that's what that's what really uh, excites me. Um, so I like I like going into a business where that's not happening, mm-hmm. and I just think it's like a a bit of a kid, I'm a kid in the candy store because I know I can really, you know, make a difference and build something. And I love seeing that not just for the business owner, but but for the people that that, that work in the business as well. Um, yeah. And what's your day-to-day role? Where do you come into play in this business and and help not only your clients but your team members around you? What's what's your role? My role is really a facil- uh, in, in relation to building the team. Um, it's 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 mainly a facilitator, you know. So I, I I've got good leadership skills um, and I really enjoy deploying them. Um, so uh, you know, my, my role is to get the, get the ball rolling, um, help the help the uh, you know take the business owner by the hand and say, hey, we're going and we're going fast. This is the other mm. thing that I love. I'm not here to muck around. Um, I'm here to get a result and get it quickly. Um, I follow, my mindset is ready, fire, aim instead of ready, aim, fire. Uh, and that's that's what I'm trying to impart on, on the team, taking mm. action and get, getting, getting some mini results quite quickly and people that reinforces their belief and confidence and, you know, gets, gets the speed of trajectory going. Absolutely. Um, having those quick wins, releasing that dopamine, showing the faith and belief in it is 
is such a huge thing to do, just not only mentally, but to actually sort of see it and for everyone around them. So that that belief that that you're fulfilling the promise that it is possible, whatever that person needs, um, so, so important. And so we were talking offline as well about, you know, where, where you're going in the next year, what this year holds for you and moving from a sort of one-on-one kind of model and very private coaching into a group mastermind into a group environment where you can touch and help many more business owners. Um, and I guess also they can learn from each other. Again, building communities seems like it's such an important thing. Yeah, I had a, a bit of a light bulb moment myself last year, um, Mark. So I was doing a one-to-one model, um, which I love, and I, I still actually do this um, for 15 years. Um mm-hmm. And I came across uh, Grant Cardone. You've probably heard of Grant. Um, he's probably a lot better known in the US than here. He's relatively unknown here. I, I just came across him in a an advert. I, I think the ad was him having a million bucks of cash on the desk. Who is this guy? Sounds about right. And, yep, that's him. Yeah. yeah. And um, I started uh, listening to what he was saying. And I went, you know what? I, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not being my best self. I'm not. I'm not uh, helping enough people here. You know, I, I can help more people. Um, I can be, I can contribute far more than I currently am. So it kind of ignited a spark in me. So that started a journey of um, me uh, moving my model to from a one-to-one to uh, a one-to-a-group, you know, group, one-to-many. Um, and what I found is particularly when you're solving the problem that I'm solving, which is getting good teams together. Um, when when I have a group of like-minded business owners that are trying to achieve the same thing, they start collaborating amongst themselves because they've got the same problem. Um, so it, 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 it was far more successful than I even envisaged when I started it. Um, mm. So it's not just me that's helping, it's, it's the other business owners. Um, so... That's where I'm, that's the path that I'm going on. I want to help five to 10 times more people than I currently am at any one time. That's where, that's where I'm going. Nice. Um, yeah, that level reach is, is, is huge. The impact you're going yeah. to be having and also building those communities of peers who asking questions, didn't know that that question they needed answered, but thankfully someone else asked it. All these things come into play, which is, it's really huge with, with masterminds. But again, back to you. Oh, what what new challenges is this, is this bringing your way as you you're leveling up, you're changing? Um, what where's your challenges right now revolving around this new phase in your business? I never really put myself out there. You know, I, um, I've been doing what I do for many many years, and I got to the stage where um, I was just doing the same thing, and my growth. A big part of my growth was uh, through referrals, you know, because mm. um, once you do something for a, quite a long period of time and you're good at it, that just naturally happens. Uh, and my background is in finance, not marketing. Um, so the the challenge for me is, uh, you know, we're, we're, I'm doing a podcast with you now. It's kind of putting myself out there and I've never really done that. Uh, I've never really told my story uh, to my audience. So that was pretty daunting to, at the start and still actually still is. Um, 
so, you know, but um, it's, it's, yes, it's daunting, but it's also exciting. And once you sort of break through that initial uh, fear of it and get, you know, um, run at it, um, mm. it does get a bit exciting. Um, so that, that, that's, that was pretty hard for me to overcome. So is it because you are the face of the business? So being able to yeah, market internationally, to be on all these podcasts and be the one that's like, there's no safety net. There is no, nothing else around you. It's like, it's just raw. It's me, you, the microphone. There's nowhere to hide. Is this the way you're pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone? That's right. You know, and, and once you're out there on a podcast and you say something, it's there for years. You know, it's on, it's on the record, you know, like people can find that and go, Hey, you said that. So that's scary. Particularly when your, your, your career is, is this. Um, okay. So, so do you find that yeah. you're, you're, you're wanting to sort of, yeah, mind what you say and you need to be careful and you, there, there are all these guides and guidelines and fears that are sort of guiding you right now as you try to find your voice? I was a little bit like that at the start. Um, I knew at the start that I had to be myself and uh, uh, true to myself and be authentic. Yeah. Um, but there's fear there. Um, so I've, I've done it enough now where um, I don't really have that fear anymore. I am just, you know, whatever's coming out of my mouth to you right now is is exactly what I'm thinking and um, I'm being true to myself and it, it feels really good, you know. Um, but that didn't that's not how it was when it first started that's for sure yeah lovely i mean and looking at the the synergy here this is exactly what you're telling your clients that they need to do be more yourself be more visible just be able to see yourself as the person that other people see you so i love the way that you know years later after 15 years you're finally getting out there really building on this mm. probably people behind you were like oh, we should have done this like 10 years ago Come on, Neil. What 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 stopped you? It, it, the synergy is beautiful. Yeah, I, I think this every day now, Mark. Like, why the hell did it take me so many years to actually, you know, push myself and get myself out there? But you know, uh, mm. the best time to do something is twenty years ago, and the next best time is to do it now. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Absolutely, and the only. The only time is now. The past is irrelevant. The future hasn't happened yet. So the only time is is right now. And moving forward without that, the fear, the guilt, the doubts is, is not the easy thing not- to come through. So what is it for you that is that is your barrier right now with this? Because this is it's not a small thing to take on. Yeah, the the, the biggest thing is thinking big enough. You know, and that they're going back to what I said about uh, Grant Cardone. I'm actually going to meet him next month. I'm going over to Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a I bought a license uh, to sell his products, and um, so the the biggest barrier is thinking big enough. You know, like, like you know the the self limiting beliefs that I talked about before. You know, we've all got them, including myself. Uh, so it's it's just making sure that yeah, I. I I absolutely can do this. I deserve this. Um, um, you know, so I don't think I have those problems to the same extent as a lot of people, but they're there and you've got to work through them. You've got to, you've got to admit to them and then you've got to dream big. Uh, and, you know, that's where I'm at at the moment. 
Love that. Well, I wish you all the very best as you yeah, find your awareness and find those barriers that were holding you back that now are no longer there. So, hey, good luck building, good luck expanding. Um, it's going to be a fantastic year. Thanks, Mark. I really appreciate the opportunity to come on your show. It's been fun. You're welcome. Hey, if people want to know more about you and find out more about building a team for themselves, where can they find you? Find me on LinkedIn uh, and just send me a message. I've got a lot of free stuff that I can send. There's a there's a great uh, masterclass that I do that is a really good starting point uh, to go, go uh, along, along this journey. And, and if you're someone that's had a bit of success, you probably got you know between ten and hundred employees, and you're, you you know that um, you need to develop your leadership skills uh, and and just as importantly get that right team around you. Yeah, um, message me. I'll send you some free stuff, and uh, we can work out whether you want to get uh, you know some help. There you go. Well, everyone, that sounds interesting. Check it out. Get in touch. And Neil, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.